Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live from England, cricket's greatest rivalry, the Ashes. Stark is over the wicket. At him, he's bowled him! It's the Titan! Coley's left on the pad. They're up, he's out. Stephen Smith, it's a streamer. That is test cricket at its finest. For the new spicy, sticky barbecue Angus at Macca's. England versus Australia. The Ashes on SEN Cricket. Good morning and welcome to SEN Test Cricket, live from Leeds from a cafe celebrating 30 years of coffee fit for an Aussie. At last, the cricket. I mean, it's only been a three-day turnaround since Australia went 2-0 up at Lords, but it feels like weeks as far as the madness surrounding that final day. Shock jocks, politicians, the works. And here at Leeds, it's bound to be willing, especially over to our right in the Western Terrace, where they give it big even on a quiet day. In England, they're going to come hard too. They have to from this position. Remember, no team has come back from this deficit to win the Ashes since 1936-37. And that team had a bloke called Bradman running around. Arguably the best to ever do it for Australia since him, Stephen Smith, turns out today for his 100th Test match. He was concussed out of this Test four years ago when Stokes completed the most remarkable win here. But arriving on the back of a ton himself, his second of the tour, the stage feels set once again for the vice-captain to do what he does best. Headingly has long been a place for Ashes gems. Bradman's two triples, Australia chasing 404 in a day in 1948, Botham and Willis in 1981, Stokes and Leach the last time around. And in a series that's had it all already, we should be so lucky for it to play out that way again over the next five days. I'm Adam Collins, and with me to begin our coverage here up north, up the motorway, Vice-Captain Bharat Sundaraisen, Pete Lawler as well. He's been busy. He's been all over the place, Ooh, Pete. Oh. We'll start with you, though, Baz. Um, you have what we feel like is some confirmed team news for Australia. Indeed. Uh, 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 good morning, Adam Collins. Good morning, Peter Lawler, and everyone listening back home and around the world. Mitchell Marsh is back. Last time we saw him play Test cricket was in England at the Oval back in 2019. Took five wickets on uh, that mm, lively pitch. <laughs> but uh, just noticing him during training, uh, you know, once the documentary makers are following you around, there's always a first giveaway. Uh, <laughs> and Cam Green, for the first time in his Test career, wasn't around uh, at training on the eve of a Test match, which was, which I thought was strange. Uh, and Mitch Marsh had those. There were the, the telltale signs, the handshakes from Michael Divinito before and after the next session. The one on one session he had with him, it, it didn't look like your usual, um, you know, or let the reserve have a have a go at it kind of session. And mm. that's when, it, and then also taking catches at gully, not just for the right-hander, but also for the left-hander. I'm not sure whether Marsh is a, the like-for-like -like replacement at gully for Cam Green, but just getting him ready. And that's when I was convinced it's he's back. So we had the jiggery-pokery, Pete, at, at Edgbaston, where for about a quarter of an hour we thought Mitch was playing. I, I don't think this is that, but that probably tells a broader story about Australia managing Cameron Green carefully, given how precious he is to their fortunes. He got us a beauty, didn't he, Mitch Marsh, at Edgbaston, marking out his run-up like that. But... Uh, I suspect there'll be three changes mm. to the Australian team. And is it three for England or four? Uh, it's three. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah, I like the look of the England team. It's as strong as I've seen. Um, look, it's not a bad like-for-like -like replacement, is it? Mitch Marsh for Cam Green. I, I, uh, Mitch Marsh has been around the traps. He's a, he's a good cricketer. He won't be intimidated by the situation. Um, I assume that Boland comes in for mm. Hazelwood and not too much is lost there either. Mm. And then we've got, of course got Todd Murphy coming in and that's going to be one of the more fascinating things because Todd Murphy held his own in India. India is one thing, but I don't, I'm not sure I've ever known an atmosphere as febrile mm. as this <laughs> on the eve of a test match. Yep. I woke up this morning and thought, anything could happen today. It's, it's calm at the moment. It's the calm before the storm. I doubt it will be calm from the moment those teams walk on the field. Yeah. Um, just been extraordinary scenes, Adam Collins. Absolutely extraordinary scenes. Why don't we go to that just for a couple of minutes? Indulge us, Pete. What was it like? I mean, we all let's let's go behind the scenes here. We all got asked by Piers Morgan to go on his show, and we all said no because we, we didn't want to validate um, him and his program. So the 400 people he speaks to um, overnight on Analog before he pops it out for his clickbait. You took the bait. You went for it and went after him. Tell us about that experience. Yeah, I was actually keen to go on first time. Um, but I couldn't because I had tickets to the theatre. Um, <laughs> but I made a mistake of saying on the pod, uh, I would have actually liked to have gone on, Pierce, and I meant it because I had some points to make yep. too. I think what needs needed to be said and said and said again that every single person who understands cricket in England says this is nonsense. This is ridiculous. This attack on Australia is out of hand. You know, yeah. Atherton, Hussain, Strauss, Bell, Butcher. I, Butcher. I can go on and on and on and I can make a long list of England captains. I mean, the one exception, of course, is is Geoffrey Boycott. But, you know, there's a... Well, there's he, ne a, he, well he never captained England, famously. And, yeah. and he flounced off for three years and refused to play test cricket when he didn't get made Joker. Captain. There's a joker, that, that's, in every, that's Jeff joker in every pack. Uh, but there's a more serious... But I, I don't like what England has done. I don't like the way they have stoked this fire. It, it, it's a smokescreen. After the first test, they said, oh, well, yeah, yeah, they might have won the match, but we entertained the world. We're the real winners. After this one, they go, oh, well, yeah, they won because they cheated. Yeah. And it, it's a really bad look, and it puts a lie to this, this, this story we've been hearing about baseball and a new positive way of playing cricket and a new, it's just a game and it doesn't matter. Well, I'm sorry, it looks like it's even more than a game in the way that you've responded in the aftermath of this match, and not just in the immediate aftermath, but you, they've doubled down on mm. it twice. And it's all very well so, you know, to think, well, we wouldn't have done that. But to condemn the other side for doing that, that's an arrogance that I don't like. And... Anyway, there you go. Oh, no, you're on mark, on the mark, absolutely. Uh, you know, they had so many chances to come out and say, let's move on. Joe Root is the only one who uh, hinted at it, didn't he, yeah. Uh, yeah. two days ago. Uh, he, that was the classy thing to do. Mm. He said, like, you know, he was asked a lot of questions, like every cricketer has been in the last few days, if, regardless of if, whether you're part of this Ashes or you were part of any Ashes in the past. And he said, yeah, I mean, it's, it happened. And, like, I have my opinions. Everybody has their opinion, but let's move on. But uh, rather than that, like you said, they've doubled down. And um, the comments coming from Brendan McCullum, I thought, were a little over the top. I really mean, disappointed very in Brendan McCullum. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Someone who uh, has the stature that Brendan McCullum has and someone who's played cricket all around the world, coached all around the world, for him to, A, stay that oh, you know, the whole beer thing was the start. And then, oh, Australia will live to regret what? 
what the, and it's not even a question of oh they played the laws of the game or found a loophole in it it was the most straightforward you know stumping uh, someone a batter leaves the crease that's what you're told when you're 11 years old i mean the idea that he, he needed to be taking off for a run to validate the dismissal mm. i mean how often do you see batters just dozily find themselves out of the crease it, it's a routine i think what i've learned in the last few days and i've lived over here for a long time played a lot of cricket in england is that um we um, you got a four for the other day but anyway we'll talk about that yeah, later. i'm sure yeah, we will yeah, yeah. but and that way look and that's not a bad example that game we mm. sat down for lunch and had an hour of lunch with a bottle of red i mean like we don't have that kind of friendly mm. cricket environment in Australia. I'm not saying all cricket in England is played no. on those terms, yeah. but we yeah. don't have a, a culture of it. We're, we're brought up for it to be for sheep stations, for better or worse. Yeah. I'm not saying it's necessarily always a good thing, but uh, uh, we're culturally disposed to thinking that Bairstow has done the wrong thing there for being lazy and sloppy and deserves to pay for it with his wicket. Over here, I think in some quarters, there is a sense that um, that is the wrong way to see the game. But I think a lot of that stems from a, an antiquated notion of gentlemanly cricket, which is not remotely relevant to an Ashes series, Baz. When push comes to shove, they've done it every yeah, single exactly. time. Of course yeah. they have. Of My course question have. is, yeah. if it had happened like earlier in the game, if it wasn't Johnny Besto on a day where Basball desperately needed a win... Mm. Would it have become such a big issue? I don't think so. Yeah. Because Johnny Besto started well, and he was the last white hope at that point for England to come back into the series. And it happened to him. That's the only reason they've like... And the realisation that, you know, before the series, the whole build-up, like Pete said, was basketball's going to run roughshod over the Australians because it has done so over every other team. I'm not saying they took Australia lightly, but it hasn't worked out. Yes, you can sit and do, like, what say what Piers Morgan said, like, pick out instances and say, oh, if this catch had gone our way, England would have won. But the point is, overall, whenever there's been a moment to be seized, they haven't done it. And I, I, I put it in my preview, it's been a battle of Australia's relentlessness versus mm. England's restlessness. They've just been restless to move the game, and as a result, they're 2-0 down. And the fact that even in that interview you did with Piers Morgan, Pete, um, mm. the counterfactual that, oh, well, if Bairstow's not given out at that juncture, England are 2-0 up in the series because we had that moral victory at Edgbaston by playing the game and taking the game forward. Sure. I mean, it's just yeah. a farcical yeah. argument made by people who, who really mm. do uh, reveal themselves as part-time cricket fans. Yeah, yeah. And look... Uh, uh, to a degree, it's all very enjoyable. I mean, it's a cliche, but the one thing that uh, I do like about the relationship between the two countries is you can call into question everything. You know, you can call into their, their genetic makeup, yeah. you know, their physical <laughs> size, you know, their, 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 their entire history, what their mum looks like. And nobody really gets too upset about mm. it. But there was a point, there were a couple of points in that Lord's Test match that went too far. I mean, to learn that uh, one of the staff, Australian yeah. staff members' yeah. sons was left in tears yeah. from abuse in the crowd, that one of the players' mothers had to leave the mm. ground, you know, she was... Co and I'm, obviously, she would have been perhaps a little hypersensitive to the abuse because her son was out there. But then to see those scenes, those scenes in the um, long room, yeah. on reflection, it's absolute bloody hooliganism. It is. Unforgivable. That three of them have been suspended is probably not enough. Not enough. At all. Not enough. No, not at all. The, uh, the, uh, a whole lot of those people should have their memberships torn up. And Australia, if they really wanted to, they would be in their rights to insist that perhaps those members be put in a cage like the people are at the Wanderers, exactly. you know, to, to protect the cricketers. I mean, I know this is hyperbole, but 
They were disgraceful, disgusting scenes in that long run. I love it when you're fired up, Pat Lawler. <laughs> I think my favourite bit were the, you were the old men with the flushed cheeks and you know, from central casting, really. Yeah. For shame! For uh, shame at these athletes representing their nation. I Give know. me a spell. Right. Yeah. Time for us to take our first break. Well done uh, during the week, Pete and Daz as well. I'm sure Jared Waitley will be happy with the news Ooh. that Mitchell Marsh is playing. He's yeah. always been um, number one member of the Mitch Marsh and Shaw <laughs> yeah. Marsh fan clubs. Although I think we're right up there as well, Baz, in terms of loving Mitch. He gets his opportunity today, we expect, in the Australian side that will formally be named at the toss in 19 minutes. After the break, now we're going to have Whitey Adam White. He's going to be calling throughout the week with us here at Henningley, joining Damien Fleming, who's rushing into the car park now, I believe. Our coverage is for Macca's, the new spicy, sticky barbecue Angus at Macca's. Back in a sec. <laughs> 